You are tuning into Richo's Rant, brought to you by the Signline Network and distributed by Anchor.fm. You're in my world now. I've got three rants for you all today, and every week on this podcast, they're titled NFL Observations, where I rant about week now seven of the NFL. My fantasy, where I rant about my fantasy football team, Carcino Royale. And the Eagles Nest, where I rant about my beloved Philadelphia Eagles. That's how we do it here on this podcast. So let's go ahead and get into it on this new podcast, getting into the Halloween spirit a little bit. We're going to get a little crazy. Also, make sure you follow me on Twitter at the underscore underscore Richo. And here we go. All right, everybody. So let's break down week seven of NFL observations. A couple of games I got for you. Ready? Let's do it. Browns versus Bengals. Browns got their uh, another win against the Bengals, making them five and two. Still riding the Browns train. Y'all need to get on board too. Throughout with their number one receiver, though OBJ for the second. For, I'm sorry for the season due to a torn ACL. I really don't think that's going to impact the team too much, though. They still got Jarvis Landry. They got the juice. I think he could pick up the slack for them. And Baker loves feeding his tight ends. So, Browns are still going to go pretty uh, pretty strong throughout the season. Joe Burrow, still looking good. I mean, the dude is doing well. A lot of these rookie quarterbacks are doing pretty well in this uh, in the league in their first year. But, still got to find a way to win. You know, whether it's rallying up the team. Defense looks pretty good to me. I mean, they're not a bottom feeder defense. So... I mean, you just got to find a way to win. And divisional matchups are where those are the, those wins must happen, especially in, in that particular division. Um, you have the Steelers, who are remaining undefeated. The Ravens just picked up Des Bryant. I mean, if you don't go on a tear, you're going to end your season below 500. So, step a game up, Joe Burrow. So used to having everything and not used to losing. Well, guess what? It doesn't feel right, does it? So win. Anyway. Steelers and Titans. Steelers are dominating football. Like I said they would. Uh, Tom and Roethlisberger combo. Looking awesome. Uh, Roethlisberger is really... He's just having fun out there. Which is kind of cool to see. Defense is... The best defense in football right now. Um... And, yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for the uh, Ryan Tannehill under center, this would have been a blowout. And you know what, by the way, good for Ryan Tannehill. Pumped for him that he's found a clubhouse that is actually, like, tending to his needs, really showcase that what he's about. He's a top-ten quarterback in my, in my book, plain and simple. I know he's playing lights out. I think he's probably playing, like, a top-five quarterback. But this season has really shined some light into the – the top 10 quarterback rankings, I guess I should say. And some of those quarterbacks that may have been in my ranking before, and maybe in others, and they probably shouldn't have been. But I don't care what you think. I'd pick him over the other 22 starters. So, Cowboys versus the Washington football team. Cowboys are just not catching any kind of break. Not even a little bit. Dalton got a dirty hit, putting him into concussion protocol, giving the Cowboys round seven quarterback. 
from this past draft a start against the Philadelphia Eagles. Their third different starter since the start of the season due to injuries. I mean, that's crazy. And as much as I love them boys having a tough year, I do feel bad for the way the quarterbacks are leaving the game. I mean, I've been there losing your quarterback due to injury. Not fun. Um, I think Cowboy fans are giving up all hope. I've talked to a couple. They are convinced that the Cowboys are tanking for Trevor, which is hilarious to me. I don't see that happening even a little bit. I think, honestly, that's why Trevor Lawrence is probably going to stay in Clemson for one more year because he doesn't want to go to Dallas. Call what you want. You can say, oh, you're crazy. Why wouldn't you want to go to America's team? Um, because they haven't been America's team in, you know, quarter of a century. But, <laughs> you know, what do I know? I don't know anything. I only said these guys were going to be in last place and miss the playoffs. But everyone called me crazy. But it's okay. And you know what? It's not their fault. I keep forgetting this too. It's not their fault that they're getting injured and missing the playoff. It's not. It's the, you know, you can't help injuries. I get it. I get it, Cowboy fans. I get it. And if you feel your blood boiling, because I'm talking about dumb boys, again, missing the playoffs again, you know, then you know you're a real Cowboys fan. So enjoy that spaghetti. Chiefs and Broncos. Chiefs destroyed a horrible Broncos team. I feel like the only way the Broncos are ever going to be good is if they draft Arch Manning, which is going to be another like five years, I think, something like that. So four years, I don't know. Um, Peyton and Eli's nephew. For those of you who live under a rock and are not paying attention, the dude is a stud and he's only in high school. So, yeah. He'll go to the Broncos, pick up where Uncle Peyton left off because I don't think he's going to want to touch New York. After seeing that debacle with Eli. I would like to see him start his own chapter. Just kind of go to a different team. Like you know. Do his own thing. But let's be real. Him going to the Broncos wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. And you know. John Elway is going to do everything he can. To get his hands on another banning. So. There's that. Buccaneers and Raiders. This game was stupid. This is probably the most hated game. There were all these games that happened this past week for week seven. I did not enjoy. Uh, this game was just plain stupid. The Raiders, I think, are a better team than this loss showed. Plain and simple. I, again, I said the Raiders, I thought they were going to be does preseason. Um, they've proven me wrong. It's still almost halfway. They can still fail, so we'll see. Um, but I believe that out of the two, especially with the Bucks, I don't trust the Buccaneers. Plain and simple, I don't care who's on his team. I don't care that they just signed Antonio Brown. The Buccaneers are still going to have a minimum of six more losses ahead of them. And they're still going to miss the playoffs on an 8-8 eight and eight record. With five losses within their division. How about that? They're, they're going to lose against the Saints again. They're going to lose at least one game to the Panthers. And they're going to lose twice to the Falcons. It's going to be the Falcons' only two wins, but they're going to get them. I'll say it again. Bucks will, Buccaneers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers will miss the playoffs. 8-8 eight and eight record at a minimum. Five losses within their division. 
So, yeah. Bears and Rams. Bears are not in trouble. The amount of Bear fans that I see, Chicago fans, you guys need to calm down. I understand you want to win. You're a little salty about the World Series. You know, I get it. I get it. Y'all are selfish, by the way. You guys have two teams. You had two teams. For, for baseball, that is. Like, calm down. You're mad your team didn't get to the World Series? Jesus. Anyway. They're, they're like 5-2. and two. What are you freaking out about? Yeah, Foles didn't play the best. I mean, he I don't think he threw for a single touchdown. I'm pretty sure he threw for two interceptions, though. But you're still 1-0 one, one, one for the division. Playing the Saints this week. Then you got the Titans. Then the Vikings, who I was completely wrong about. The Vikings are horrible, so... I mean, and then, and then after the Vikings, you have a bye week. Chicago Bears, you're going to go on a 3-0 tear. They're going to be sitting pretty at an 8-2 record before they face off against the Packers. So, Bear fans, I'll say it again. Take a deep breath and relax. Rams, on the other hand, they have three tough games after this, after their bye week. They have the Seahawks, the Bucks, and the 49ers. All right, so the Bucks will be an easy game. I misspoke. The Bucks will be an easy game. Rams will beat the Bucks. The Rams will beat the Buccaneers because the Buccaneers are trash and they have a trash quarterback. Yeah, that's why I said it. I just don't like his face. I think that's what it comes down to. I think if Tom Brady ever walked up with me and he was like, "Hey," You're Richo. I've been listening to your rants. I would smack him in his little face. That's what I would do. I'm losing track of my notes now because I'm just going on a complete Tom Brady tear. I don't know what it is about him. I, well, I do. I, I know. It's because he hurt. He disrespected my man Nick Foles. That's, that's a big thing. Okay, I did not like that. But even before... I've said this before, even before the season kicked off. I just don't buy into the Buccaneers. I think it's something that needs to be said about the Buccaneers going off to get Antonio Brown. Come on. Tom Brady is literally cherry-picking all his favorite friends to come play pickup football. And no one else is sitting there going, that's a bit suspicious. He's the greatest to play the game. But he needs more weapons. Because of first place in the division. They're one and one in the division, five and two overall. What are you scared for, Tom? You're scared about the Saints. You're scared about the Panthers. Hell, there might only be one team going out of that. I think I said that in the pre I have to look at my my notes. I think I only said one team's coming out of the NFC South. I don't. I think I believe there's going to be three coming out of the. I think the West. I think the NFC West. I'll have to ask Christopher La 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 Valley, and again, make sure you check out his podcast, La Valley Sports Talk Pod. Also brought to you by the Sideline Network. Anyway, back on the Rams. I still believe in the Rams. I believe in Jared Goff. He's showing some of his better plays. At quarterback anyway, he's showing, to me, he's showing that he, and he's kind of like reminding everyone, like, yo, I don't know if you guys forgot, but like, I was a number one draft pick, number one overall. I've been to the Super Bowl. Yes, he lost, minor detail, it's okay, still got there. 
and he didn't just go to the Super Bowl and then fizzle out like other uh, quarterbacks, whether they were top draft picks or top-of-the-league quarterbacks, and they like to take needs. But anyway, he's still here to stay. You know what I'm saying? So pay attention to the Rams. The only thing I'm going to say about the Seahawks-Cardinals game, because this game was kind of boring too. It was pretty evenly matched. I said I was buying in the Cardinals. Seahawks looking dynamite. The only thing I want to say about this game is that DK Metcalf is a freaking monster. I forgot how good this dude is with his speed and size. Okay. Wide receiver for the Seattle Seahawks. If you have not seen this play of DK Metcalf running down Buda Baker, almost a full hundred yards, you need to do yourself a favor and check it out. This dude looked like a serial killer, like a masked maniac. If he was, you'd be screwed. He'd be running around hacking people up all day. You would never see him coming. Dude's as fast as a velociraptor, size of a T-Rex. I mean, what the hell? Like, again, do yourself a favor. Watch this. It's The Seahawks still lost. I mean, you can't do nothing about that. Cardinals are on a roll. So good for those guys. And the midget Kyler Murray. That's all I got for NFL observations. Let's talk about my fantasy football. All right, my fantasy, talking about Carcino Royale, my fantasy football team from Yahoo Sports. You guys, guess what? It happened again. It happened again. I can't believe it. I won two weeks in a row. That is just bananas. I don't care who you are. I'm pumped. I'm going to the Super Bowl, baby. I'm hosting up the trophy. I'm already buying my tickets to Disneyland. But for real, Carson Wentz showed up for me huge against the game. For the Giants, uh, 28 points he threw up for me. Not as as good as uh, Mr. Herbert sitting at 37 points on my bench, but it's okay. I still won 112 to 68. Absolutely destroyed my man, uh, Chris Adams, who was projected to win 102 to my 95. Adams, buddy, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to beat you up like that. Okay, it's just um, you know, he had OBJ. That's rough. Mixon, uh questionable he had some okay plays yeah he re- he really had no shot basically his people just did not perform all right and that's not your fault okay that's not bad coaching adams that's poor execution on your team so don't be don't be upset and don't be mad okay it's okay as always next week anyway back to me aj green put up 15 points for me I think he was my best wide receiver this week. He was. No, he was not. Well, Keenan Allen was on my bench, 22 points, because he's a bum. AJ Green, I'll probably have you sit out this week, because I just, even though you gave me 15 points, I just don't trust you enough to keep you as a starting rotation. He's not my number one receiver. And now that OBJ is injured, and I again, I have Jarvis Juice Landry, I have a feeling this dude's going to get some bigger bombs and some, some more touches. So, yeah, he's going to be in there with Mr. Allen. So, deal with it. AJ Green, I still think you're a bum. Frank Gore, I'm going to give Frank Gore one more shot. 
I really don't think this is a bad pickup. I, I I feel like, I mean, again, I know he's on the horrible Jets, but I feel like he has a shot at just really pounding in and trying to get some touchdowns. You know, going against Kansas City this week, I, I just got a feeling. We're going we're gonna to go for it. Yeah, we're going to go for that. Boston Scott, good pickup by me. Pat myself on the back with that 117 points. The running back from Philadelphia gave me uh, Mason Crosby. Measy little five points for the kicker. And not that great. Los Angeles Rams defense, 15 points. I'll take that all day. And Ryder sat on the bench with 27 points, which was okay because Wentz gave me 28. And, again, feel pretty good. So now let's move on to – that was week seven. So let's go on to week eight. I am projected to lose, once again, per usual, uh, 99 to Matt's team, 125. Matt is Christopher Lala LaValle's brother, um, who I got my first win from two weeks ago. So that's weird that I'm already playing him again, but whatever. And, yeah, let's see if I can uh, get another win on this one. Let's let's look at these little matchups real quick. You got Matt Stafford. Okay. All right, see you, Tariq Hill. Okay. All right. He actually has a pretty decent team. He, I don't remember him having this team. Uh, looks like he's been messing around a little bit. Oh, he has Gronkowski. Okay, Lamar Jackson. I'm surprised you're not playing. Oh, no. That's uh, Justin Jackson. Okay, excuse me. I was going to say, that's kind of weird that he's not playing him, but whatever. All right, well, see, this is going to be tough. I think I feel like I have to play Justin Herbert instead of Carson Wentz, even though Carson Wentz is going against the Dallas Cowboys who's like the worst defense in football, I believe, right now. But Justin Herbert's going against Denver Denver Broncos. I mean, really what's going to happen is one of them is going to put up like 28 points. The other one's going to put up 32 points. I don't think I'm going to lose by two, four points. I could, but I don't think I will. Like I said, A.J. Green, you're sitting on the bench. Jarvis Landry um, is getting in. Keenan Allen's definitely in. Frank Gore giving you another shot. Boston Scott. Projected at six points. I am not buying that. Come on now. Be be nice to my guy. I'm pretty sure this dude's going to get a little bit more than that. Yeah. Come on now. I don't think Miles Sanders... Because Miles Sanders is, is still going to be out. I don't think he's going to be in week eight. I, 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 I hope he's not. Because I would, I, would not, I would like to not see Miles Sanders in there for two reasons. One, let him rest. Okay, give him week eight off. And then we got the bye week next week for week nine. Give the dude two weeks off. Really get back into a, a nice little healthy rhythm. And uh, and then for two, again, that would help out Boston Scott for getting more touches. So selfishly speaking, sit your ass down. Yeah, still got Travis Fulgham in there. Um, dude did all right last week. 12 points. You know, he's been really inconsistent. 13 points in week four, 31 points week five. 19 points week 6 and then 12 points week 7. I I think I'm thinking at least 16 or so for this week. Again, I think uh the Cowboys are just trash. They are. It's plain and simple. Jake Elliott, I picked him up the Philadelphia Eagles kicker. This is the most Philadelphia Eagles um players I've ever had on my team. Yeah. Me being a I've, I've you know, so for years I would always never pick eagle fans you know because you know that's just not or not eagle fans eagle players because of uh, bad juju 
and then they would just suck sometimes anyway. So, I, you know, I finally kind of broke the, that habit. So I picked some people up. I got four right now. Carson Wentz, Boston Scott, Travis Fulgham, and now Jake Elliott. And I think Jake Elliott's going to have a field day against the Dallas Cowboys. I think this is me. I think there's going to be a play that comes down where Jakey Jake is going to have to kick probably a 45 to 50-something yard field goal. And he's going to get it. Shocker. So, yeah, I'm picking him up. Because I can't imagine. If you're going, where are they playing? Are they playing in Dallas? No, they're playing at home. So I just don't imagine a situation like that happening. And then Dougie Fresh going, nah, send out the punt team. I really hope not anyway. Because then I'm going to have to drive down to Philly and find him. And smack him in the mouth. Just like I would Tom Brady. Because he's a bum. That's right, I said it. Tom Brady's a bum. Let's see how the rest of the league is going. I want to see what Christopher Lala LaValle is doing. What's he doing? Ooh. Going against Big D. If you don't know who Big D is, that is Big Douche. Formerly of the Sideline Network, Matt Danieluk. That is, this is a good matchup right here. One night, uh, so Team Lala, uh, Mjolnir, he's Thor's hammer. I don't know. Maybe he likes to be picked up by strong men and waved around. I think I think that's why Chris picked that name. But anyway, Chris Lala Valley is projected at 119 points to Big D's 118 points. Chris Lala Valley has Tom Brady because he's a little punk. So going up against the Ryan Tannehill, which if I remember correctly, Douche hated him. So that's funny. What a little hypocrite. Anyway. Yeah, Lala's team's projected 119, and Douche is projected at 118. That's a pretty damn good matchup, if I say so myself. Let's see how the rest of the league looks. So, Big D is sitting in first place of his division. We have, again, a 10-team league uh, broken up into two divisions, five teams per. Obviously, Big D, Douche is sitting at 4-3-0. Third place overall, first place in his division. Christopher Lala Valley is three and four. Third place in his division, seventh overall. What else we got in here? That's pretty much it. A couple other people in our in our little friend group. Your boy is practically last. I I, I am uh, ranked ninth in the whole league. And last in my division, with my 2-5 and five record, I've put up 677 points, which is almost 100 points less than everybody else, minimum. Tanking for Trevor. I am ahead of Dan Coleman. But he has put up more points than me. So that's, uh, I really don't like Dan Coleman. Something about his face, too. It reminds me of Tom Brady. But anyway. If you haven't listened to his uh, podcast, comes out once a year. Drinks with Dan. Make sure you check that out on the Sideline Network. You follow it. You can find it anywhere you listen to your podcast. It's uh, some great stuff. A lot of fun times. He's been on the Ritual and Lala podcast, which is uh, myself and obviously Christopher Lala Valley, also a Sideline Network. So make sure uh, you check that out too. That's all I got for my fantasy, all right, people. So uh, let's uh, let's talk about some Eagles, okay? Let's talk about some Eagles. 
All right, now. Here we go. The Philadelphia Eagles. The team that I love more than a lot of things in my life. And at the same time, I hate. And this is why. This is why I love them anyway. Because they're winning. So, 2-4-1, whatever. You guys beat up on the Giants. I don't care. We won. That's all I care about. The Eagles, I've realized something after this game. I go into these games all hyped up. Okay, I got my Eagles socks on. Okay, I don't have Eagles undies, not yet. I will, and they will be tidy whities I want them to be tidy whities You know, tidy whities with little Eagle logos on them. That's what they need to be, and they will be. But I put on my Eagle socks, okay? Put on my Eagles shirt. Put on my Eagles uh, jersey, my Carson Wentz jersey, because I am a Carson Wentz fan. I don't care what you say. I'm a supporter of my starting quarterback. And not just because he's winning games. Even when he's losing games, I still support him. Anyway, I have my Eagles pillows propped up behind my head as I watch the game. And I'm like, yes, this is the, this is the time. This is when the, the Eagles are just going to thrash through the NFL. And I need to stop doing that. I need to stop doing it. The Eagles are 2-4-1, and one, people. 2-4-1. and one. Eagle fans, you listen to me, they're 2-4-1. and one. Are you happy about that? Because I'm not happy about it. But at the same time, what can you do about it? Okay? This whole division is trash. This has been a trash division for a couple years now. A couple years. And I'm wondering. Dare I say I wonder. And I know I'm going to make some people mad about this. We've had discussions before. Sideline Network, people on the outside, uh, not off podcasts, blah, 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 whatever you want to call it. Many, many times about... How this division is trash. Yet there's these two quarterbacks, Dakota Prescott, Rain Dakota Prescott, and Carson Wentz, that are just playing lights out above and beyond top 10 quarterback status. What if we've been wrong this whole time, though? What if they've been playing just as good as their division? You know, I'm starting to like doubt myself a little bit. I'm starting to think that Carson Wentz is just an average quarterback maybe him and Dakota him and rain Dakota of uh, uh, you know maybe they, they are top 15s but I don't know if they're gonna be top tens anymore rains obviously broke his little foot he was playing lights out this year dude was playing great Carson not so much and I don't know if it's a, a falling down to earth type situation maybe he has too much money in the bank. Uh, the baby's keeping him up. Wife's nagging about God knows what. I don't know. Don't know what's going on with this dude. But, I mean, he's overthrowing like crazy. The dude is not playing like he has been the past four years. So, how do you explain that? I mean, the, he throws an interception every goddamn game. Did he throw it? I gotta look at this now, cause you know what? I honestly do not remember if he threw an interception this past game. I feel like he did, but I could be wrong. I can't even pull it up right now. But what I can pull up 
is the ranking. Let's see. Passing is 18th overall. Okay. Receiving is 14th overall. Okay. First down's 11th. Rushing is 10th. See, this is what makes me upset about the Eagles, too. If you're rushing is 10th in the league, why why are you not rushing more? That's what I want to see. Rush more, people. Keep feeding the ball. Let's see. Carson Wentz. Let's see. Let's see real quick. I know this is whatever. Whatever you want to call it, but... Yeah, he threw one interception against the Giants. Come on, man. Ten interceptions this year. Let that sink in. Ten. Ten touchdowns and ten interceptions. Starting 74.3. Come on. His rookie year, he threw 14 interceptions. He's playing worse than his rookie year, honestly. I mean... Look, again, call whichever you want to call it, okay? You can say, well, team's banged up. Everybody's team's banged up. Well, most people's teams were banged up. Um, Offensive line's not holding the... Look, the offensive line being trash, being a bunch of rooks, being a bunch of dudes they found at Popeye's, you know, that's that's not forcing the ball out of... Carson's hand. It's not. You got to get the ball out quicker. Okay. How about you get it on target? Watch these games. You know, watch the games and see how he's overthrowing, underthrowing. I mean, it's, it's it's crazy. Dude's not in his right mind right now. I don't even know if he's playing. He's. I mean, he's definitely not. He's not playing as a top fifteen quarterback. I don't even know if he's even in the top twenty conversation for this year. If, if there was a a list of, or like you had to pick your quarterbacks, I, I don't know if you would pick Carson Wentz. I have to pick Carson Wentz for my fantasy. That's my team's name. And I'm an Eagles fan. I got to do it. So, I'm biased. Um, but there's a lot of other quarterbacks out there that are playing top-tier quarterback football. Carson's not one of them. Sucks. Is what it is. I, I, I call it, I think I'm more upset about it because I said this was going to be the year he finally gets his MVP. I don't know if that's going to happen. Five year in, man. I mean, you got to. At some point, okay, this is what it is. At some point, it's just not going to happen. Because whether it's the team or it's you. It needs to happen, right? You need to get in your own rhythm. You need to start getting ahead. And you can't get ahead if your team's injured or if you're injured or what have you. Now he's lost um, to Sean Jackson again. I'm Again, I'm not really worried about that. Um, Deshaun Jackson and Carson Wentz have had that good relationship, but Carson Wentz has shown time and time again that he can really make do with anybody. And that's the unfortunate thing with the dude. Like, he's he's never really been able to get comfortable. I understand that, okay? I get that. I also don't really care. Okay, that's football. Get used to it. Play the game. Win the game. 
I said before too, where I I want to see less of Carson Wentz. You know, just kind of getting zoned in, locked in, and showing up in the fourth quarter. That seems to be what happens. Happened again this past week with the Giants. And, you know, going up against the Cowboys, I would just like to see him and the Eagles just come out the gate strong, put the pressure down, and just get ahead. Get ahead of the game. Get ahead of the game. Why play catch-up in the fourth quarter, last two minutes of the of the game? Why get in that like tunnel vision and be like, okay, now we got to win? Why don't you do that the first like, half? It hurts my head. It really does. Anyway, Eagles, let's see. They Again, like I said, they have the Cowboys Sunday night game. Then they got a bye week. Then they go back against the Giants. Then they go against the Browns. And then they got... What I said was going to be three weeks of hell, but I think it's actually going to be four. Seahawks, Packers, Saints, Cardinals. Mm. But again, if they can get these two wins right here coming up, meaning the Cowboys and Giants, that puts them at four, four, and one. Four, four, and one. Then they just have to win the last two games against the Cowboys and the Washington football team. And then guess what? That will be the record they need to get into the playoffs. That gives them the six wins. And I'll be happy because they will still be the NFC East leading champions. And I will buy a hat and a t-shirt for that. I don't care if it's the worst record in football. That is going to be hilarious. That they're going to be, what is it, 6-9-1? I can't do math right now. But they're going to be having six wins, essentially, and a tie, and winning the division, and going to the playoffs. I mean, come on. You can't ask for a better. And once you're in the playoffs, you just need to get lucky a couple times. That's it. Get lucky twice. You're in the Super Bowl. That's it. Two, three times in the Super Bowl. That can happen. It's happened before. It can happen again. And I will be relentless. I've already warned you all before. I will be absolutely relentless. Hoping Travis Fulgham has a big game. Hoping the wide receivers kind of all have a really good game this coming up week. I think they will. Uh, Again, Dallas is trash. Their their defense is trash. So there should be no reason. Um, And to the other side of the ball, or the other side of the um, argument also, where with Carson Wentz overthrowing, you know, these receivers have to, unfortunately, anticipate that and they got to make the plays for the, make a play at the ball. You know, uh, connection needs to happen, whether it's on the quarterback side or it's on the wide receiver side. You know, you can have two sides of the argument. You can say, oh, Carson Wentz is not connecting with his receivers. You can say his receivers are not connecting with Carson Wentz. I, I don't care what needs to happen. It just needs to happen. Make it happen. And run the damn ball. Keep running it. No more QB sneaks. I'm tired of this stuff. If you're going to put Jalen Hurts in there, let him throw the ball. Everybody's expecting it now. He he had a miserable time against the Giants, and that was just stupid. Honestly, if I were if I were the Eagles, I wouldn't even put Jalen Hurts in. Don't let him take one snap against the Cowboys. Really throw them off. Or put him in and then call a timeout. Just to frazzle them up a little bit. Or have him 
go in and then have Carson Wentz call the hike. And then have Jalen Hurst start doing push-ups on the sideline just to really mess them up. Zeke would like that. Yeah, that's right. I said it. Yes, I did. All right, everybody, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Richo's Rant. I want to thank you all for taking the time and checking out everything we're doing here on the Sideline Network. Please make sure you, again, go and follow me on Twitter at the underscore underscore Richo. Have a great week. Be safe out there on Halloween. And guess what? I'll rant to you some more next week.